one thing that makes me unapologetically me, my unwavering love for Beyonce. I got married on her 40th birthday and I can neither confirm nor deny that that was intentional. That has been the best highlight of my day. Thank you. Thank you for confessing that to our audience. That is phenomenal. Yes. That was a big deal. That was that was bigger than outing myself. Wow. <laughs> Today, we have a very special edition of The Pod. In reflection of Pride Month, we have a few representatives of our Densu LGBTQIA plus community and allies join us not only to help us celebrate Pride, but to recognize the challenges and opportunities within our industry. So let's kick it off. Hi, everyone. My name is Kevin Millian, pronouns he, him, his, and I am the Associate Director of Custom Research Solutions at Densu Media. Pride Month to me means celebration. It means reflection. It means education. Throughout the years, as an LGBTQ plus person, you're kind of seeing a change and become more accepted to the point of becoming more mainstream and more marketable. It's really interesting to think about how it used to just mean like big celebration, but now it means a lot more. You know, I really do think that Pride Month means community to me, being able to be with my community, be transparent, be visible, be loud and proud, and remember everyone who we've lost or you know, work together for people that may not be there yet. When it comes to brands engaging audiences that are LGBTQ, I think it's hard to make a really big splash now just because there are so many eyes on them. But I do have to give a shout out to our client, Hilton, who I know just from personal work that they are working on creating some really cool work for both LGBTQ and Black travelers. So they're focusing specifically on these demographics and groups is really exciting. And so I'm really excited to see what comes out of that work. So what you said, it's it's tricky now to identify, right? Because everyone is in this space as marketers. But you know, what advice do you have for brands who are trying to authentically connect with the community all year round, not just for a splash? There are a lot of milestone moments in the calendar that people don't really think about just because it's on top of mind or it hasn't become mainstream yet. But the fall is actually really ripe with activity. Coming from the Densu Pride BRG side, we know that there's National Coming Out Day, there's Spirit Day. There's a lot of days about remembering the trans community in the fall. And so I think if brands can get on board and make those moments mainstream and, you know, really talk to the community then and, and donate and do a lot of good work, they'll get a lot more splash. And it'll seem a lot more authentic since that is kind of like the gay calendar. Now that they're aware of the gay calendar or, you know, our or aware of it. They're just kind of like insiders now. Yeah, that's a fair point. Also, you know, the meaningful conversations using brand power and empowering the audiences and communities, right? For the days that don't get as big of a splash in the calendar year. There's so many, you know, letters in the acronym, but historically we've only talked about the G, right? It's only been about gay men or it's only been about like, you know, affluent double income lesbians who have like the highest spending power. But if you think about a brand's role, as you said, with the power, they can really make the rest of the acronym shine. And if they focus on like communities within the community that don't usually get the spotlight, you know, they just increase education and make it much more mainstream. What is one piece of advice you have for young professionals on bringing their authentic self to work? I think we're very lucky that Dentsu has been super accepting. You know, six years ago, they gave us the opportunity to start 
LGBTQ plus groups. And now we're like at a hundred members, you know, we have leaders talking about it. We have vendors talking to us about it. And so I think overall the, the temperature has changed to a much more, you know, warmer environment. So I think it's super easy now, at least in our workplace to, to be, bring your authentic self to work just because there will be a community for it and they will be accepted no matter what. And what is the one thing that makes you unapologetically you? Unapologetic is the, is the part, right? It's, it, it goes hand in hand with the previous thing about being your authentic self. No longer having to worry about respectability politics and right, like, am I too Latinx? Am I too, you know, loud? Am I too proud? Am I too gay? No longer having to, to hide ourselves and worry about that. If I, you know, host a drag bingo at work or if I wanted to like decorate the office in rainbows, it's about being like proud. I've, I've never shied away from talking about these topics or hosting an event or, you know, making community because I really do think it's important. I care about it. So I think that would make me unapologetically me, just being proud. Hi, uh, my name is Brooke Bowie. I am a senior director of planning and activation at CARA, and my pronouns are she, her, hers. I think the meaning of Pride Month changes kind of each year for me. I think each June is kind of a moment to like, reflect on who I am. This year, I've really been challenging myself to self-identify more and to feel more comfortable saying who I am, like especially in the workplace. At first, I usually try and avoid pronouns, like when I'm talking about who I'm dating or now who I'm married to, but I've been trying to like let that go and just be less apologetic about who I am. Like, for example, I went on this episode of the pod last year, and that was like a really big deal to me. But even my friend was like, everyone told their coming out story on the episode except for you. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I was brave enough to say that I'm gay on a podcast. So like, let's take it one step at a time. But this year, I've been really trying to be like more open about who I am and like speaking on LGBTQ plus panels. And I haven't been hiding myself like when I travel for work. And I've like been met with nothing but love and support. So I think, you know, this year, Pride Month has really been about not hiding who I who I am. I love it's a moment, right? It's not a definition of the year. It's not a definition. It's a moment to to look at that and reflect again and you know, continue to progress forward and how, whether you as yourself want to continue to learn and grow as well as the ones around you. So I love that view. What brands are engaging LGBTQIA audiences well? This year in particular, Bubbly under PepsiCo um, released a campaign recently called Coming Home, I think it is. And the video is centered around a non-binary person who's like really nervous to enter a bar. But once they're in there, they're met with like, so much love and they make friends and they just feel safe. And I think the concept of having these safe spaces for queer folks to hang out and be themselves is sadly a rarity. The best part about this campaign is that Bubbly is financially supporting a handful of LGBTQIA plus bars around the the country. And what I love about this is that it's not just throwing money at a charity. It's very intentional about what it's doing because it is these very specific bars. Like you can go and like look at the names online of like who they're supporting. And it's a real need that we have because like a lot of these safe spaces are being shut down, especially after the pandemic. And so I think that that's just such a great example of 
you know, not just talking the talk, but a brand walking the walk as well. What advice do you have for brands who are trying to authentically connect with the community all year round, not just in June or those, you know, those key moments across the calendar year? Look internally first before you even speak a word about your support, like for the community. You know, like look like what does your executive board look like? What are your health benefits like for trans employees? What organization does your company contribute to? And then like once that has been audited, then you can outwardly show your support to your consumers because I will tell you there is no queer person that will be offended if your company doesn't have a rainbow logo in June. Like I cannot say that enough times. Like it is okay if your logo is not rainbow for this month. Like I promise you. But what will offend me is if you post about like donating $10,000 to the Trevor Project once, but then I find out that you're donating to politicians that want my rights taken away. Right. And I promise you that like, especially Gen Z, they will find out like they will go and they will look into your history and everything of your company and they will find out. So I think it's, you know, you you don't need to outwardly project anything, but just like look inside at your company and, and make sure that it is truly supporting this community. I think that's a great shot, right? So don't even just look internally at silos. You need to look holistically at the full picture. So where are the other pockets of money lie? Where does the other contributions live? What does that look like altogether? And how is that telling a community story overall versus to your point? There are some pockets that might be missing and they're not realizing, but consumers are much more savvy and the younger consumers really care about that. What is one piece of advice you have for young professionals who are trying to bring their full selves to work? You know, like I said, this year I have challenged myself to not apologize about who I am and and to say that I have a wife or I have a girlfriend or whatever it may be. And that has just made like such a world of a difference like this year. And I'm so much happier. So my advice is like, it may be scary and do it in your own time, but just don't be afraid. My name is Lindsay Shawnee. I am a media platforms manager at Dentsu. And my pronouns are she, they. When I was younger, Pride Month was very much about partying and just being around other gay, queer people. I didn't really understand the history and kind of how we got to where we are. And that was a shame. I wish I had paid more attention. But as an adult, I don't go out anymore. It's not about partying, but it's about reminding everybody that I'm still here, that there's still battles to fight, that It is not easy for me to, I mean, I live in Manhattan, so it is my, that's absolute privilege that I have, thankfully. But when we travel, when my wife and I are overseas, there's tremendous fear about, you know, moving around in the world. So now as an adult, it's about fighting more and harder for the generations to come so that it's even better for them. Because I, if I grew up in the time now, well, forget about the current state of the world, but as a queer person now, it would be totally different than how it was when I was a queer person in the 90s before I came out. And the month is just a restart to remind everybody that it's not a once a month fight. It's a year long fight. But like, hey, get your butt into gear. I find there's a tremendous amount of rainbow washing. And now that we have a word for it, it's nice. I appreciate more places that don't flip their logo to a rainbow, but do show up for us. And, you know, 
put them a notice on their landing page saying, hey, like there's a brand, it's called Johnny Cupcakes. It's a t-shirt brand in Boston. They have a pop-up immediately when you go to their website. We support Black Lives Matter. We support trans. If you don't believe in these fundamental things, don't shop with us. And I think that's what more companies need to do. And on top of the other 11 months, what are you doing for your employees? What are you doing for the community around you? How are you making our community feel like we can trust you, that it's not just about throwing a rainbow on a logo and sending it out to the world? I do my research. I hope more people do. I don't think as many do as we want, but seeing where your money goes and that kind of things. I just had a giant conversation with my wife about Uline and where that money that they spend goes. And it's like, well, I'm just buying boxes. No, you're helping support things that you don't realize. So I think companies really have to, they have a lot of work ahead of them. And it's not just about the rainbow. It's about what you do to support your employees in the community. There's a fine line between doing the work and also making it known that you're doing the work. So do you have any advice there for brands? I think hiring queer people and giving them the credit for their art and their insight, especially during Pride, is super important. It's not about how big your rainbow is. It's about what you do with it. And I think that really community outreach, making sure you have a safe space for your employees is huge. I've worked for 15 years, and Dentsu has been probably the safest place I've ever worked. I feel supportive. I was in a room with a vendor, and there were five of us, and four out of five of us were queer identifying. And like, it was like, I've never experienced anything like that. So it's those kind of moments that I think companies need to focus on too, is making sure we're present in the room because we're just as valuable as everybody else. Early in my career, I went for a sales position at a job and I was flat out told, you're not going to get any sales position dressed the way you do. That I wouldn't go anywhere with cardigans and Converse. I mean, that was my style. So I wasn't going to jeopardize myself for any job. And it was, it has been really nice to continue to prove them wrong that I can be successful being me. Like once you feel safe in your career environment, really allowing your team, your immediate group of people that you work with on a daily basis, really get to know you. You spend more time with your coworkers than you do your partner, right? So like, it's about connecting. And I think that the only way to truly connect with somebody is to be the real you. My motto is I'm a Fruit Loop in a bowl full of Cheerios. I do live my life very matter-of-factly and I love it. It might be just my age and, you know, experience in life being like, you know what, this is me. (laughs) I'm embracing it, whether you like it or not. I don't blend in. I'm not loud and obnoxious, but like, you know, when I'm in a room and you want to be my friend because I want to be your friend. Not a lot of people are open to that. Not a lot of people are open to sharing experiences and maybe I share too much, but if I had somebody who had any kind of experience that I had as a kid and know that, And that person not be afraid to tell me. I think a lot of things in my childhood would have been different. So I've had physical challenges, mental health issues. Just being a queer kid in the 90s was difficult. And like just sharing my experience. Because if I can help one person, it's huge. Bonus question. You said you started a business. I did. I make tie-dyes. Awesome. Lizzo wore one of my 
bandanas on TikTok. That was my big claim to fame. But yeah, it's it's good because it allows me to be creative in a chaotic world. Hi, my name is Scott Burnham. I'm a manager in client services with Merkel Cardinal Path. My pronouns are he, him, and I'm really happy to be here today. Pride Month means a number of things to me, and the meaning has changed over the years, but I think more than anything right now for me, it means a chance to assess and plan and celebrate, probably in that order, because that's where I believe our energy needs to go. I feel like we're moving backwards in a lot of ways, uh, a lot of ways that are very concerning. And so I think it's really important that we take stock of that. I also see, though, that we're making some progress in areas, and we have to be really careful not to become all negative and become all ungrateful. We have to be able to say, okay, this is bad, but this is good. These things are, are not working in our favor, but these are new things that are. So for me, those are the things that are really important that we... We try to do a little extra more in June, but we really should be taking stock year-round, working towards educating and activism, even small acts of activism are hugely important. You know, when brands want to connect with the community in a meaningful way all year round, what I like to see is that they're putting their money where their mouth is. It's really easy to invest in rainbow capitalism for a month. I personally like it when brands tell me, here's what we've done for the community in the last year. Here are the organizations that we support. Here's where we will match your donations, whether it be to the Trevor Project or GLAAD or Human Rights Campaign. I believe that it's incumbent upon organizations to prove to us that they aren't just taking advantage of the calendar and of the community during that time. And for me, that's them taking some of the money they want us to give them and putting it back into the cause. When it comes to bringing your authentic self to work, there's this quote by Thoreau from Walden, and he, he wrote, beware of all enterprises that require new clothes. And of course, <laughs> was he speaking in a literal way or, or was he speaking in a figurative way? I think there's a lot of room for debate there. But what it means is that at the very moment, your freedom to express who you are seems to be impugned, seems to be unappreciated, or seems to be being subjected to being squeezed, formed, or negated. Take pause. Take pause and determine, is this really the best step for me? I've had earrings for my entire adult life. I have three in one ear and two in the other. And in my first career, I ran into a situation where I was asked to stop wearing my earrings in a particular setting. And it was devastating. And I'm just this white hetero guy, right? What's the big deal? But it made me feel devalued. It made me feel unappreciated. And I thought to myself, if you're concerned about me wearing earrings. What are you saying about the people that I'm working with that I want to serve who have earrings? What message are you not allowing me to send based on how I appear that lets them know that their appearance is okay and that they're welcome and that we all matter? So I, I always turn to that quote and uh, try to use it as a guidepost. It's a great quote to, uh, to look by. Thank you. What is the one thing that makes you unapologetically you? 
my earrings. I know that I'm I'm getting a little long in the tooth and I'm getting gray faced. And I, I I used to be among a lot of folks my age, men my age, who wore earrings. And the older I get, the fewer of me I see in public reflected back. And uh, I do know that they sometimes, especially in new social settings, they sometimes get a little bit of of noticed unwanted attention. And I'm totally okay with that. They're part of how I choose to present myself to the world. So my name is Matthew Elliott. I'm the Director of Talent Acquisition for Dentsu Canada. And my pronouns are he, him, his. Pride Month for me is about celebrating the freedom to be my true self. So being authentic, being able to live out loud, but it's also about uplifting LGBTQ2IA plus voices, celebrating our culture, and also supporting our rights, uh, not only in Canada, but across the globe. Something that I, you know, my younger self, I wish I had this advice going into the workforce, but for me, it's not needing permission to be yourself, be vulnerable, um, show your true self regardless of what other people have to say, and knowing that we are worthy of respect, the recognition, and we should not be afraid to be ourselves, not only in life, but at work. I try to live out loud as much as I can. I try to love every piece of who I am as a person. And I think as well, for me, over the last few years, it's learning to strip back all the layers of what society has taught me to be. And the other thing I'd add there is I think we all need to live every day to the fullest and try to find the humor and the absurdity of life and what life brings. That is a great answer. That is a great answer. Thank you. Bonus question. How, how are you celebrating the month? I actually was out um, last this past weekend on Saturday. I went out to the Pride events that were happening in Toronto. So um, they closed down an entire street and they have DJs out and about. And so my partner and I, we uh, went and walked around and uh, just danced on the street. So it was, it was a lot of fun. It's the first post-COVID event that Toronto Pride has held. And it was amazing just to feel the queer energy just coming from everybody and being able to be ourselves and just dance in the street. So it was a lot of fun. That is a great way. Thank you to our amazing guests today for joining this episode and celebrating Pride with us. And thanks again for listening to another episode of The Human Element. You can find us anywhere you can find your pods. Give us a like, subscribe, or send us a note. We'll be back out to you real soon.